0: strength in difficult times. You know, that's what the lesson is about. We're in difficult times and we got to remain strong in these times. And the thing that's going to keep us strong is encouragement. You know, the word encourage actually means with strength. The title lesson is strength in difficult times. You know, these are difficult times and what we need is strength to get us through. Not our strength, nah, not our strength, we need the strength that comes from God because our strength only can go so long, amen? I mean, it's like having a, a, a tank of gas. Eventually, you're going to run out and you're going to need more. God's strength is enduring and, and it's lasting. You know, it, God has a way of, uh, I call it refurbishing our strength, restrengthening us. I call it times of refreshing, you know, uh, our own personal Revival is what we need sometimes, Amen. Look what it says in Proverbs twenty four and ten. It says, "If thou faint in the day of adversity, it says thy strength is small." Right. So in those days of adversity, that that's not just one day. It can be a, a period of time. You know this thing with this Corona thing. Uh, it's been on going. It's it's been going on for a long time now. You know, and and you know when we go through things like this, in and, and those trials are long. And they're hard and they're enduring, it has a waste some time of sapping your strength. Now, now I like what it says in the CE version right there. It says, Don't give up and be helpless in times of trouble. You know. So here's the thing. We can't give up. It says, don't give up and be helpless in times of trouble. Listen, we're not helpless. Amen. We, has, we have God as our source. We can, he's right there. The Bible says, look, he's a very what? Present help in time of trouble right we're living in trouble time but guess what we still have god right here with us you know through jesus christ you know we, we we can stand you know so we don't have no reason to wave the right flag i don't care how it looks how bad things get amen god's presence is always here with us so we can get through it you know we gonna get through it amen and and then it says right here look what david says And Psalm 27, 13, and 14, and this is the word God gave me that encouraged me right here in Psalm 27, 13. He said, this is what David said. He said, I had fainted unless I had believed. Now, watch this. To see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Right? Now, we're going to unpack that David says, I had fainted. Now, what that means, he said, I would have lost hope. It means dispirited, you know. They said, I would have gave up unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Now, what is God's goodness? It's God's faithfulness and his kindness shown towards us. See, God is going to show his faithfulness. God is going to demonstrate his faithfulness towards us. He's going to show us his kindness. Watch this. In the land of the living. We're not talking about when we get to heaven. We're talking about down here on earth. We can experience it down here. I I have a little saying, you know. We can have heaven on our way to heaven. Now that doesn't mean we're not going to go through things. Amen. We're still going to go through things. But it's a difference between going through without God. And going through with God. There's a big old difference. You know, when we have God on our side. You know, we, we, we go through what I call those valley experiences. You know, God is right there. We're not alone. You know, so we, we, we can always have a reason. Watch this, to find hope. We always have a reason to be hopeful in spite of how things look. Now, look what they say. Like The Bible says how we was in the world without hope. is It's a bad thing to be without hope, I'm telling you. That's why so many people commit suicide and, and, um, uh, Take drugs and, and and see a lot of times people it's not that people want to be on drugs not that they want to be on they're just trying to find an escape. But right? but guess what we have an escape. Now that's why David said in the scripture he said the Lord is my refuge, Amen. And the Lord my refuge. In other words, he David was saying, look, I can I can run to God like 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 those criminals who did stuff, used to run to the cities of refuge and, and find safety. You know, David talks about um, God being under the, the the shadow of the Almighty, under God's protection. So we can always go to God as our refuge, to get refreshed, to get re-strengthened, to get hope, to get joy. Sometimes, you know, our joy bells, they might still be ringing, but they're not ringing as loud. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, we might have one of them little, little, little dinner bells. Little, little ding, 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 you know, no, they need to the ring. You know, and, and and one thing about God is he will restrengthen us. But there's some things we have to do, and I'm, I'm going to get to that. Now, it says here that David's expectation of experiencing God's goodness kept him from becoming discouraged during difficult times. We got to remember when David wrote this, It was in those times where he was fleeing from Saul. You know, some people think, uh, some scholars suggest that it lasted about eight years. That's a long time to be running for your life. You know, think about it. He was in caves. He was in the wilderness. You know, you got all people around. You don't know if they're going to dime you out to Saul. I mean, it just was a difficult time for David. But in spite of it all, David has an expectation, right? That word expectation is hope. We call it Bible hope, which means it's different from wishing. It's an expectation. David had that God was going to come true, that God was going to turn things around, and that it was going to get better. All right? Now, touch your neighbor and say, Well, you can't touch your neighbor. <laughs> but just say, It's going to get better. Amen. I believe we need to say that something. It's going to get better. It may not—now watch this. It may not get better for the world, but it will get better for us. It will get better for us. Look what it says right here. Long, drawn-out, difficult trials can sometimes sap our strength. So it is vital that we remain encouraged. It is very important that we remain We remain encouraged. And that's one reason why we come on to encourage one another. The Bible says that we should encourage one another, Right even the more as we see this day see that day approaching so we are a source of what strength and encouragement for one another and we and when we see somebody look like they're kind of drifting away what we got to do is just lift them up in prayer and sometimes we have to talk to them and just know that uh god is gonna we got to intercede put it like that we got to intercede for the individual and ask God to strengthen them. And if you have a relationship with them, call them and talk to them, you know, and and, and make sure that everybody show some concern. That helps. And, and and eventually, I believe that if we do that, they'll get through it. You know, I know it's worked for me. When people have called me, I've i been sometimes I haven't been at my best, you know, because of things, circumstances, whatever. But God always has a will bring me out. And I thank God for that. And I thank God for the people. Let me say this. That he put in my life. That has genuine concern for me. Alright. Because everybody not genuinely concerned. Now look what it says right here. Verse 14. It says wait on the Lord. Now w- wait means to remain in what position. Right. To remain in position. We got to stay in God. What I mean by that is don't lose fellowship with God. You know even like. If sometime when you feel like you can't pray, say, help, Lord. You know, one of the the shortest prayers i ever said in my life was help me, Lord. That's all I can say. (laughs) See, it don't have to be long to be strong. You know, they just say, help me, Lord. And then the word wait means also to serve, which means to keep on doing what God has called us to do. And in our waiting and our staying in the position and serving on the law right it also says to be of good courage that means to stay in courage don't allow yourself or we should not allow ourselves to become discouraged you know sometimes we have to do this put on some praise music put on some worship music you know and, and, and getting god's presence i'm telling music is a powerful medium if you notice m- music has the ability to stimulate your emotions. M- music have a way of uh stirring you up. You know, you go listen to them old prayer song. You know, I would call on the name of the Lord. He's worthy to be prayed. Man, you getting that, that music and you start listening to them songs. I guarantee if you was discouraged, by the time you get through a few of them, you will get encouraged. And then we got to get in the word. Amen. And 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 and, and let God strengthen us through his word. And then it says that if we, listen, if we wait on the Lord, if we remain in position and keep on serving and stay encouraged, he's going to do what? He's going to strengthen our heart. In other words, he's going to reinvigorate or re-energize our spirit. Because, see, sometimes we might get low on the inside. And what we need is, I call it a personal revival. That's what we need. We need that revival on the inside. We need to press in. With God and allow God to minister to us. See, sometimes we might minister to other people, but who ministers to us? You know, God is always right there. Sometimes we need to be ministered to. You know, that's why it's good to get in God's presence and just talk to God and worship God and get in his word and allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you personally, on a personal level. Amen. Because he's right there. He's right there to to uh. To, to strengthen us, to, to refresh us. I call it times of refreshing. We experience personal revival. Amen. Now look what it says right here. Now David says it a second time. That lets us know the importance of it. He says a second time he said, wait, I say, on the Lord. So he emphasizes that. That lets us know that's, that's what we have to do. Amen. We have to do what? Wait on the Lord. We have to continually, God will come through. Amen. People used to say this all the time. He may not come when you want him, but he's always on time. You know. But but I'm going to tell you, God, God is right. I, I like my saying is God never leaves us. Amen. He never leaves us. You know, even though we may feel alone, we're never alone. We are never alone. Ever. Look what Jesus said. He said, I'll be with you always, right? even to the end of the age. Isaiah 4 and 29. Okay, look what he says. He said he give it power to the faint and to them that have no might, what he do? He increases strength. See, God is the source of our strength. Without him, I say this earlier, we can only last so long. Our strength is limited. You know, you have people that actually think they can make it without God. I don't see how people think. I guess we all thought that way one time. You know, when we wasn't saying we, we we just went ahead doing our own thing. And, um. but now that we're on this side, right? We know, listen, Lord, I can't make it without you. I need you every minute, every second, every millisecond, every hour of the day. Lord, I need you. I can't make it. Every, every dot, Every, look, Lord, I just need you. I can't make it without you. Life is too difficult. And this is why people turn to drugs and alcohol and uh, sex and all these. Uh, they're trying to escape. It's called escapism. Because they are looking for a way to get away from the problems, the situation, and the ills of life. And see, when we understand that, then we can be a little bit more merciful. We can be a little bit more compassionate towards people. Because we know, listen... People don't want to do what they're doing a lot of times. They just don't know a a better way. And see, that's why we're here to point them to the way and say, listen, this is the way. Give your life to Jesus. Amen. He'll be there. I won't promise you won't go through nothing, but I will promise you you'll never be alone. We can't say that. And we will promise that. Listen, he'll comfort you. He will strengthen you when you need him. He'll always be there. Look what it says here. In verse thirty, it says, "Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall." And these brackets, I like what it says: even young people become worn out and get tired. Even the best of them trip and fall. And we see that even young people—you know, young people have a, a a a way of thinking like they're invincible. It says even the young people become worn out. These times, young people are are turning to drugs and. Some young people, sadly, they say they're committing suicide because they feel like they have no hope. They feel like they have no way out. Amen? But that's not true. That's a lie from the devil. Amen? Jesus is the way out. The way out and the way in. <laughs> My pastor, he's the way out and the way in. He used to say that all the time. But look what it says. It says, but they, that's us, that wait, that serve. Now watch this. And continue serving. Upon the Lord shall renew their strength. We're going to experience a resurgence of spiritual strength. You know, we even though we may get weak sometimes, and we may get weary, right? We got to keep going. The Bible says, don't listen. Don't be weary in what? Well doing. It says you're going to reap if you what? Faint not. If we don't give up, if we long lose hope, we're going to reap. So we got to keep moving. And it says, they shall mount up with wings, as eagles now see eagles what eagles do they fly above the storms i put that word effortlessly in because real and truly like, a, a eagle only flap for a little while you mean they might flap a little while until they reach a certain height all they got to do is spread them wings amen and they catch that wind see they catch that wind called wind comes. they catch that wind and that wind takes them high you know, I call it the, the wind of the Holy Spirit. See, we need to catch that wind. The wind of the Holy Spirit. when the Holy Spirit, we catch that wind in the Holy Spirit, it's like it becomes effortlessly. It becomes effortless. You know, it's just that the, he just lifts us up above the situations in spite of what we're going through, and he, he takes us above the stuff. I've been one time watching the eagle, y'all, and I noticed he it was, it was just all uh, like going around like in a circle motion, right? And I'm looking, and I'm looking, and he's getting high. And I'm saying, man, that that bird, you know, I was like, that bird, is, I said, that got to be an eagle. Because he just kept going in the circular motion, kept going. And before you know it, that thing was out of sight. I couldn't even see him no more. I, mean, I said, man, he's up there. But that's what eagles do, you know. And the Bible calls us eagles. You know, we we catch that wind and we fly high and we can look up look down on the situation instead of looking up on the situation. We can look down on it. we we can rise above it all. Man, that's what we have to do, especially in times like this. You know, it, we got to we, we 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 definitely need to fly high put it like that in the spirit because you know, if we don't, you know, these situations and these circumstances can get us down sometimes, so we got to stay encouraged. And look what it says. They shall run. and say shall and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Now, I said this earlier, but I'm going to say it again. Regardless of our, of our speed, whether we're walking or running or walking, God will give us the ability to keep moving in Him. Even if you seem like you're moving slow, keep, keep moving. Yeah, it's about endurance. I, I have a little saying. I say y'all, it's a it's a marathon, not a forty-yard dash. It's not about how fast you can run. It's about making it cross the finish line. You know what I'm saying? And and, and that's not saying we earn our salvation, but it just it just means that it's a it, it's a thing about endurance. You know, and God builds that endurance up in us through the trials we go through. You know, sometimes we, we got to look at these things in a positive light and say, listen, um, God is is building me. You know, nobody gets muscle without lifting some weight. You know what I'm saying? A marathon running don't get strong without ever getting on a treadmill or, or doing some running. You know, it's exercise. What do we do in the meantime? Okay, number one is two things we got to do. We got to keep our eyes on God, right? Yeah, I see waiting already. That too. We got to keep out. Look what David said. David said, I will lift up my eyes onto the hills from which coming my help. My help coming from the Lord, which made heaven. And uh, see, David knew where his help came from. You know, we know where our help come from. And then uh, David says, unto the hills. He was talking about, I believe, the hills of Jerusalem, where the temple was. Because Jerusalem was a city set on a hill, right? The temple was there where God's presence was. So essentially they were saying, I'm going to look to God. We got to keep looking to God from where our help comes from. Our help coming from God, which made heaven and earth. Now he put that in there, which describes God's power. Now, if God made heaven and he made earth, what problem do we have? There's nothing too hard for God. That There's no thing, or should I say, he cannot do. Number two, we have to rejoice in the fact that we have him, regardless of how bad the situation may seem. These are two things we got to do in our waiting, right? We rejoice in the fact that we have him, regardless of how bad the situation may seem. Now, look at Habakkuk 3 and 17 through 19. Says, he says, Although the fig tree should not blossom, no figs, neither shall fruit be on the vines. No grapes. The labor of the olive shall fail. No olive, no olive oil. <laughs> and the field shall yield no meat. No pork chops, no steaks, no hamburgers. <laughs> Lord, that makes... the flock shall be cut off from the fold. Lord, no milk, that's from the lambs. No milk, the flock should be cut off. And there shall be no herd in the stalls. Oh, God, how bad can it get? (laughs) Look what Habakkuk said. Yet, I will rejoice in the Lord. That word yet means in spite of. He said, listen, I'm going to rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. See, let me tell you something. As long as we have him, we have everything. See, a lot of times we look at what we don't have in the natural But we don't look at what we have in the spirit realm. Long as we have the Lord, remember, he made heaven and earth. He made everything in it. We have everything we need. We have the source of everything, even though resources may get slim. And they may look, you know, you go to the meet sometime. I was in uh, the dollar store and I I said, look like y'all getting a little slim. On some stuff in here, you know, she said, "Yeah, we, we they haven't been sending this day. I'm like, "Oh man, you know, some stuff I was trying to get they didn't have it." I'm like, "Oh man," and, and but anyway, we have the source, Amen. We have uh, God. As long as we have Him, we have everything, you know. And and that's what that's what we gotta we gotta rejoice in the fact that we have Him, you know. We just gotta keep that in mind. We have him. We have everything. Amen. So that that's it, y'all. I... Well, well, hey, hey. Uh, thanks for tuning in, everyone. That's a wrap for now. Uh, remember, we must have strength in these times. Be encouraged. Amen. God is with us even through these difficult times. Be blessed. Pray for me, and I'll be praying for everyone out there. Be blessed in Jesus' name.